California students fell behind in reading last school year, even as they made up for pandemic-driven losses in science and math. The release of the second statewide test score since the COVID-19 outbreak paint a mixed picture for schools still struggling to put learning losses in the rearview mirror. This is Pulse Check. I'm Kelly Hooper. Concerned that doctors are hastily adopting artificial intelligence to help them make diagnoses, the World Health Organization is urging greater transparency on the data supporting the systems and better monitoring of how well they work. Pfizer will set its list price for the COVID-19 antiviral drug Paxlovid at $1,390 for a five-day treatment course, more than twice what the federal government had paid. The new list price, which reflects costs before insurers, manufacturers, and pharmacy benefit managers can lower prices, comes as the drug moves to the commercial market from government purchasing and distribution. And the push to speed up approval of new treatments for devastating neurological illnesses may give false hope to patients without clear evidence that therapies actually work. Politico healthcare reporter Catherine Ellen Foley is here to explain the FDA's accelerated approval process. Hey, Catherine, thanks for being here. Thank you so much for having me. So we've had more drugs for devastating neurological conditions than ever. Why are some experts saying that might not be a good thing? It's a really interesting dynamic because in recent years, we have had a lot of first drugs come to the market. You know, the first drugs for Alzheimer's disease, the first gene therapy for Duchenne muscular dystrophy, which is another neurological condition that didn't have treatments previously. But experts are a little bit concerned about how these drugs are coming to the market. And in some cases, they're coming to the market through this FDA pathway called accelerated approval, where the FDA can say for devastating conditions, drug making don't have to show that drugs definitely benefit patients in a clinical trial. They can use what's called a surrogate endpoint, which is an alternative metric that might be easier to spot early instead. And so while it's great, it brings drugs to market faster. There's some concern that these metrics that drug makers are picking don't actually correlate with the benefit to patients later. So the concern is that these drugs are providing false hope to patients when they might not actually improve their quality of life. Interesting. I'm curious about the difference between accelerated approval as opposed to other pathways that the FDA uses to bring drugs to the market. So can you explain that a little bit? So typically for the FDA to approve a drug, it means that it has seen a lot of data that shows that the drug is safe and effective. Those are the two main criteria. But sometimes it can take a long time to prove that a drug is effective because you need to go through three clinical trials at least, which means recruiting patients with certain conditions, making sure that the trials are conducted well, and then seeing if the drug actually does lead to a benefit. And that can take years, especially in the cases of neurological conditions. So about 30 years ago, the FDA said, we realize that it's taking a really long time to bring new drugs to the market and there are patients who can't wait. And this really started with the HIV crisis. And so they came up with this accelerated pathway that says, you know, if you have one or two clinical trials that use this alternative metric, we'll bring the drug to market faster. And then you just need to conduct a confirmatory trial afterward to prove that the drug benefits. Fits patients. 
It sounds like the FDA is sort of in a tight spot here. It wants to bring patients new treatments, but it has to keep its high standards. So where does the FDA go from here? When I reached out to the FDA for this story, they told me that the agency is really committed to using accelerated approval for serious or life-threatening diseases that don't have adequate treatment options at the moment. It's a really important tool to make sure that patients can have an option sooner than they would otherwise. And while the agency works with drug makers to get confirmatory trials done as soon as possible, sometimes because there's inherent uncertainty in the framework, benefits aren't going to pan out in these later trials. So it's just part of the process. However, the agency also said that the overwhelming majority of projects have eventually shown clinical benefit. And at the same time, the FDA has to maintain its standards for scientific evidence. And so there's a lot of concern that the agency is bringing these really expensive drugs that are providing false hope to patients to the market rather than saying, no, I'm sorry, we're going to need some more data that shows that this alternative metric this drug company wants to use is actually related to ultimate patient benefit. So it's hard to say where exactly the FDA is going to go. Some experts are concerned that if you bring a drug to market with maybe not so great metrics, that's just going to encourage a lot of development using the same bad metrics. Whereas a lot of patient advocates are saying there are no bad metrics because we have nothing to begin with. So we just want to try everything. So it's certainly going to be really interesting to see where the agency goes from here and how it navigates the political pressure from patient advocates and also the scientific pressure of maintaining high rigorous standard. Definitely. Well, thank you so much, Catherine, for breaking that down for us and for being here today. Thank you so much for having me. And that's our show. Our music is by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. Afra Abdullah is our producer. Annie Reese and Alex Keeney are our senior producers. Kara Tabor is an editor for Pulse Check. Our healthcare team editors are Eli Reyes, Dan Goldberg, Barbara Van Tyne, Beth Belton, and Sean Zeller. I'm Kelly Hooper. Subscribe and follow Pulse Check for a new episode every day. And subscribe to our newsletters where you can read this reporting. Pulse, Future Pulse, and Prescription Pulse. Thanks for listening.